That was my chair. What else would it be? I don't know. (laughs) My creaky bones. Hi, I'm Kelsey. I'm Kat. And I'm Steven. And welcome to The Lost Weekenders. Steven, you're going to talk like that the whole time? I'll try. (laughs) Um, This episode, I think we're going to talk about things that feel most magical to us in Disneyland. And I'm going to start because I'm rude. Go for it. Great. Um, for me, start of the trip, you get through security, you push your way through the mob to the turnstile, everyone ahead of you needs to, like, take a picture for their ticket, and some people don't have their tickets out, and you're standing behind all these people enraged, and then you (laughs) pass- What? Who would be enraged? (laughs) No, definitely not us. No, no. And then you pass through the turnstiles, and you're just in Disneyland. Yeah, standing on Main Street, it's very satisfying and very magical. Right? For the first time, if you know, you know. Mm -hmm. You know that feeling of just, it feels like an exhale. I think every time we walk in the first time of the trip, I always go, oh, we're here. Yeah. We did it. (laughs) And there's times that we drive down that I always want to go in the park the night that we get there, because we usually drive down after work, and we're usually way too tired and like the effort of parking and then getting into the park but like in my mind it is that i just want to just want to stand on main street for five minutes we do always use that as a carrot to dangle in front of you to drive faster though (laughs) maybe we can go into disneyland at 11 59 at night when we finally get in it doesn't work never works we've done it yeah but we're always miserable the next day yeah and speaking of main street yeah for me one of the most magical things is when you're on main street and there's already, like, the carriages and the omnibus and everything going by. And then um, the Dapper Dan starts singing. Oh, man. I cry every time. <laughs> Especially when they're on the <laughs> carriage. Yeah, and it kind of sounds ominous because the the voices are coming from everywhere. Yeah. But it's, you can, like, people are on the carriage being pulled by the horse and the Dapper Dans are hanging off. Yeah. And I can't see anything because I'm crying too hard. <laughs> That's never happened to us. <laughs> Cry? Oh no! Having We've never gotten the dance. Like, Wouldn't that be cool time. though? To be you're just sitting there waiting for it to go, and you know, Lucky's panting, and they're the counting horse. the Lucky's number the of horse. number of people on there, and all of a sudden the Dapper Dan's just like, and then there you go, and they're singing like that would be. Just it's fast amazing. and it's... furious. Your horse carriage. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. It's never happened to us. Though. You would cry. Yeah, it'd be pretty cool. I would cry. I mean, I would too, but Stephen especially. Stephen would cry. <laughs> yeah, he would do the thing where he smiles and his eyes are just like completely covered in tears. You're just like, oh, Stephen's having a moment. And what if it's Jim? What if it's good Jim? Stephen's favorite Dan. One day. One day. You should get his autograph. Oh. On our shirt. I still want to get Dan, 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 Dan on the shirt. We have a Dapper Dan shirt. Plug. com. But we have a Dapper Dan shirt. And Kat's dream is to have all the Dans sign it as Dan. Because I think it'd be funny. It'd be hilarious. <laughs> Peak comedy. I try. Yeah, Stephen, would you have him sign it Jim or Dan? I almost said Jim or Pam. <laughs> <laughs> A little office humor yeah. for you there. <laughs> I, I, think, I think I would have him sign it as Jim. Because I've known him Well, from you can before. do that on your own shirt because I want mine to be perfect. Yeah, get your own autograph. Um, from before he was a Dapper Dan. Yeah. 
Steven is a huge fan of this random Disneyland performer. And if this gym ever found out how much Steven truly loves him. Maybe we'll send him a copy of this podcast. We'll send it to him on a cassette tape. That would be weird. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. We could cut out magazine letters. So they're all different. So I could feel like a fun craft for him. It'll be quirky. Yeah. It'll be super quirky and cute. What do you think is magical about Disneyland, Stephen? Definitely the petrified piece of wood there in Frontierland. (laughs) Oh my God. I'll just spit out my drink. (laughs) That's what's it for you? Done. The petrified wood? It's such an interesting thing that has nothing to do with the park. I thought you were joking. Are you serious? (laughs) Oh my god. It's such a weird piece of history. You think that's the most magical thing about Disneyland? That's your number one that you've listed so far. Petrified wood. Everyone's favorite trivia. (laughs) For those of you who don't know... Disneyland has displayed a petrified piece of wood that Walt gave Lillian in some, I guess, romantic gesture. Can you imagine? No. You got Sorry, me a tree? Walt. <laughs> what did you give me? What is this? Oh, wow. Thank you built yourself you. a land of castles oh and my God. rides and you got me a tree. This is so sweet. Why don't you put it up in... Oh, I have a great idea. Why don't you put it up in Disneyland? Let's display it there for everyone to see. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Stephen, didn't mean to totally rip into your magical thing, but no, it's a great one. Great yeah, it's choice. super magical. <laughs> it's nothing more magical than that tree. But... Do you want to do another one? Uh, swing dancing okay. on Saturday night is something that's pretty incredible that I love to watch, not only because it's live music. I love every bit of live music in Disneyland, um, but also listening to old CDs of music that they used to play yeah. in Disneyland and it was called date night in Disneyland. It was on Friday and Saturday night, Friday and Saturday, Saturday night. And I assume <laughs> that the swing dancing is a carryover from then and was something that was super cool that wait, were the date nights actual like events? I thought they were just encouraging people to take their date nights at Disneyland. I think they were encouraging people to take their date to Disneyland, but I think that they kept it open late till 1am. We just know the lyrics to the song. (laughs) (laughs) I think that they probably had some sort of enjoyable date thing to do that wasn't just riding rides. Like swing dancing. Like swing dancing. I love the swing dancing. Do other parks have that? I don't know. It's such an original, non-manufactured... I know people like to rag on how Disney is manufactured or whatever, but that is like 100% non-manufactured, harkens back to like opening days of Disneyland every Saturday night. They have swing dancing with a live band and there are regulars who are there every week. Like we'll go down and we'll see the same people swing dancing. And it's not really advertised at all. It's not like a thing that they're expecting people to come to. And I presume some of those people only come to Disneyland to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I think they have their pass and they go swing dancing on Saturday nights. And they have their, like, people have, like, whole gym bags. Yeah. And they, like, know how to set aside their spot. Yeah, they have their little, like, handkerchief or whatever that they put down. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Their outfits are pretty great. Yeah. And just the dynamic of the people together, too, because there's the older guys and the older ladies and then the younger guys and the younger ladies. And because they all know each other from doing it every week, they all... We'll dance with each other. And there must yeah. be... I'm not good at understanding the nuances <laughs> of swing dancing music, but certain guys will... don't know that will, BPM. 
certain guys will ask certain girls on specific songs. And it's like they know that that type of song is the song that they're going to get asked by that guy. And so, like, the rotation is almost rehearsed because of the different types of swing dancing songs. I don't know. It's just very cool to watch. I also think it's fun because you can tell the people who just, like, are passing by and they see that they're swing dancing and it's, like, their first trip to Disneyland or something and they're like... Let's go do it. And yeah. they just like go in and they start dancing and they're having so much fun. Ugh. And you can tell. You can tell like that. You can see the magic happening for them mm-hmm. of just like that's a memory that they're going to have forever. It's – I love the swing dancing. It's so sweet. Yeah. And – um it doesn't happen during swing dancing, but right next to oh, where yeah. swing dancing is, one of my most magical things about Disneyland is Rapunzel's Tower, and at night it lights up and plays music sometimes, but you don't <laughs> really know when. We've spent many a night just sitting by the tower staring at it, willing for it to light up and play music because Cat... I is- love it. When it does, it's like so magical, but yeah, sometimes it doesn't do it. And it like completes a trip for you. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, it lasts like a, maybe 10 seconds. Mm-hmm. And the lights aren't very bright. No. <laughs> but it And it's is... completely unadvertised, so there's no way of knowing when it's going to happen. Yeah. It's one of those things where, you, like, I think they planned it so it's something where if you just happen to be walking by at the right moment, you could experience something. Yeah, and I remember one time I thought I knew that it was going to be like every 15 minutes or so. And then we waited for like half an hour and it didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, we were just like, cheese. <laughs> so I have no idea what the schedule is with that thing, but it is really cool when you do get to see it. We do like guessing at it, though. Mm-hmm. We're like, oh, it's every 13 minutes. And then it just likes to make fools of us all. Yes. Every time. Mm-hmm. Um, another one of mine is if you are on the Mark Twain – And you're, like, about to set sail, and all of a sudden, either Tiana or Facilier just, like, stride right onto your boat. I love that. It's so cool. (laughs) And you just get to walk up and cry at Tiana and be like, I love you so much, Tiana. And she's like, okay, great, thanks. Or even if you're on the boat, and then you don't realize it, and you go upstairs, and they're up there. Yeah. You're like, oh, my gosh. Yeah, it's a fun surprise. I remember the first time we saw Facilier getting onto the boat. It was you, me, and Delilah. It was my little sister. And Delilah was like, ah, Vasilier! And she booked it. She just started running. And then she, like, huffed her way up three flights of stairs or two flights of stairs and was out of breath by the time she met him. And he's sassy. He's cool, too, because, I mean, it's unfortunate that no one really knows who he is, but it's kind of cool because, like, there's never any line. Yeah. So you can just, like, run right up to him. Yeah. And he's always so good in character. Oh, my God. Yeah, the actor who – there's, like, an actor who plays him – pretty frequently and Mm -hmm. he's amazing he's so good it's always a very awkward encounter well i mean anytime (laughs) i meet a character in general it's an awkward encounter yeah i kind of hate meeting characters but i do like facilier (laughs) when we took the raft with jack sparrow that time oh my god (laughs) we took a raft we got on the raft to get on to tom sawyer's island and all of a sudden jack sparrow gets on and can are like no he talked to Steven the whole time. The whole time. And we then had a we girl were, time. We were on the raft with him going off the island, yeah. too. Yes. And we were like, oh, no. And then he talked to you the whole time again. Yeah. Kat and I were like, please don't talk to us. Please don't talk to us. Please. Reminds me of 
when we were in Disneyland Paris and we were eating at their version. Oh my god! <laughs> we were eating at their version of Blue Bayou, which is like a Jack Sparrow restaurant. And I, I guess it's called Jack's. Yeah, and it's good. Jack's yeah. Tavern or something. Maybe it's like the best food in Disneyland Paris. Which mm-hmm, listen, mm-hmm. we'll get onto this in another episode, but not hard to do. Um, but we were sitting at a table and we're like, does he walk around? Is there a face character here? Sure enough, we saw a Jack Sparrow going up to tables and he was getting to our section. So Kat and I were just like, oh, we got to go to the bathroom. And we totally left Steven there. So then Jack came up to the table and I wasn't really paying attention. And he said hello in five languages, finally got to English. And I was like, oh, hi. And he's like, weren't there two girls? And I said, yeah, they went to the bathroom. He's like, I'll come back. And so Kat and I get back to the table and Steven's like, he's coming back. And we were like, no, we just hate talking to characters. Yeah, it's never not awkward. I always want a character meal with the option that I don't have to talk to a character. Yeah, like, can I put like at the all you can eat meat places, you can put the little card up that says like stop. Yeah. I want one of those. Yeah. Characters. Hi, we don't. We're awkward. I don't know what to say to you. I I will love you from afar. I'm here for the buffet. I'll love you from Jafar. <laughs> Especially if they're a character <laughs> that, um, like a cartoon character, and they're in the full suit. They don't talk. They probably want to hug you. Oh my god, they do want to hug you. And you have syrup on your hands. <laughs> yeah. and you're like, I don't want to get syrup on you, Tigger. Please. It's okay. Like, hi. Plus, Kelsey and I are like, listen, I only have 20 minutes. I have to make every minute count. Yeah. I cannot sit here and talk to you, Chip. Yeah, sorry, Chip, Dale, Mickey, Goofy, whoever. I know this is sacrilege, but if I'm at a buffet, you have 20 minutes until you're full. I like, need... I just spent $40 on this. Mickey, can you step aside? I Does need Mickey... 40 more waffles right now. Mickey doesn't come around except at Paradise Pier, right? <laughs> Storytellers. Mickey wasn't at Paradise Pier, was he? There's Stitch. There was like one person. Minnie at- was there. Minnie, Daisy. There was like three poor characters working that Paradise Pier buffet, and they were all way <sighs> That's overworked. That's a rough buffet. That was <laughs> that was a rough moment in my life. I was just like, I think this is what people talk about when they mention purgatory. But I don't know. Maybe that's like what it's like in Disney World. Oh, fighting words <laughs> from Steven. Let us know. <laughs> Do you want to fight Steven right now? I, I could have sworn Mickey was there and he was wearing like an inner tube. You know what? I think I tried to black most of that experience out. We're way off topic right Yeah, yeah, now, yeah, we are. Way. What's our topic? Most magical, magical things in Disneyland. <laughs> I kind of like how just speaking of characters, how our characters just walk around. I hear in a lot of places they don't do that. Like, I hear in Disney World, because when people come to Disneyland after, like, being Disney World locals, they say that they love how much that just, like, you can catch Peter Pan walking around. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yeah. Wow, that's weird. Yeah, I don't think they have that. But it does feel magical. Mm -hmm. Like, all of a sudden, Peter Pan and Jasmine are high-fiving, going to different places. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, Peter is definitely... Peter's all over the place. Yeah, he is a lunatic. He's really good, though. I feel bad for his handler. I don't know how they keep track of him. I don't know if he has one, because I feel like he is Hook's handler. He's Hook's handler? No way. The way that they act, it's like that he's corralling Hook. Wow. Because because he can talk. Um, And the, um, the Snow White witch, what's her name? The Evil Queen. Evil Queen. She's great. She doesn't, she doesn't have a handler either. Because she'll do the thing. Oh, yeah. She People are lining up. She's like, everyone against the wall! Yeah, she can corral her own. Yeah. She'll she'll just yell at you. I don't know why people want to meet her. Well, she terrifies me. 
I think like a lot of Disney like Cruella. characters that that they are <laughs> they are so good at the role that they play, and they can be mean without being mean. Yeah, I don't. Have and that they ability. can be and they can be like overtly happy and skippy like Peter, but still like not pummel over small children. Mm-hmm. He is a small child, to be fair. He's probably our age. No, no Stephen. We're 30 now. People aren't our age anymore. People, everyone's well, they, younger than us. Peter never grows up. Exactly. So he can't be 30. Oh, I see what you two are on about. <laughs> <laughs> He's but a child. But a child. Steven, you got more? When you come in the park, I, I think this only happens after Rope Drop, but where executives and sweepers and... Just yeah. normal Disney people will be on Main Street and going into each land, and they'll all be wearing Mickey mitts, giving you a high five. And I will it, go out of my way to get a high five too. I'll push a kid over. I don't she's care. She's pushed me over before. I have pushed Kat out of my way. I want. I want my freaking high five. Were you saying something else, Stephen? Well, I was just thinking it would be amazing if one day Bob Iger was there. Not anymore. High five to Bob Iger. Is he still like? Yeah. Oh. Um, chairman of the board for another year or so. And then JPEG. But maybe, but maybe he'll, maybe he'll stick around. He'll just be the uh, adjunct executive. You don't think he's just tired by now? Yeah, but he's still going to come to Disneyland. He's a great guy. Does Eisner still come to Disneyland? Well. Well. He didn't go out on such great terms. I think he owns a sporting team or something. Oh. And therefore, no one goes to Disneyland when they own a sporting team. Exactly. Wouldn't that be fun? Yeah. I would not know him if I saw him. You wouldn't? No. Man, you, is this... Can I... This might not... This is a little risky. We can cut it out. I saw him with like a tank top on. Oh. Dude is ripped. <laughs> I was like, I think something's awakening in me for Iger. Huh. I've oh. always been very interested in what brand of button-up shirts he wears because they look oh so good. Yeah, Steven and I have different thoughts. Um, What? To be fair, that's like the most Steven thought he's ever had. Yeah, for real. One of them. I don't know why I saw him. Maybe maybe it wasn't a tank top. Tank top seems real off-brand for Iger. It was just a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I'm trying to imagine. I mean, I don't know what the guy looks like, but... Can you draw me a picture Absolutely. of Iger in a tank top? Or I'll just Photoshop his head onto the rock. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say on Vin Diesel. <laughs> oh, Vin Diesel, perfect. <laughs> Does he always wears those tanks in Fast and Furious, right? Yes. yes. We should rewatch all those movies. Yeah, we should. I was going to say, you should draw what Bob Iger looks like in your head. Like a like a Just crime yours. scene photo. What's that called? Not a crime scene photo, but a police sketch. Yeah. See what you make him as. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, did I already say mine? Oh, Stephen said his, but I interrupted his cat coat. Um, I think one of the most magical experiences you can have mm-hmm. is eating at Blue Bayou. But at a certain place in Blue Bayou. Well, yeah, because if you sit over near the kitchens, yeah, it's really loud and you're just kind of like, and it's really bright and yeah. it just kind of ruins the experience. But if you sit like away from everyone and up by the water oh, and there's lanterns and it just feels amazing in there. Sitting by the water in Blue Bayou doesn't get better. And now people have finally stopped shouting at you to throw bread rolls at them. Have they? I Yeah, I think so. I think last time we sat by the water, no one yelled at us to throw them a roll. Oh, that's good. It's like the worst YouTube video to ever come out. Yeah. 
Nothing really ruins the ambiance, like being yelled at the entire time. <laughs> From somebody on the pirate's boat. Yeah. Yeah, being in Blue Bayou and they bring out that first cup of gumbo. Yeah. And it's like bright and hot usually outside and you yeah. go inside and it just feels all like magical and creepy. It's like a warm embrace. Yeah. It's like Blue Bayou is my mom. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's such a weird thing too because it's a pretty big room and there's a lot of tables and a lot of people eating around you. And I think the chairs are hard and tables are hard, but the the feeling is just so incredible. Just like when you get on Pirates, like you feel totally transported and you do the entire time you're there and, and everyone else who's there kind of is in on it with you. Yeah. Oh, just an FYI, Blue Bayou is the restaurant inside Pirates of the Caribbean. Yes. Should have mentioned that earlier. Yeah. <laughs> and when you get on the ride... You can see the restaurant from like the first minute of the ride. Yeah, to your right. And then when you're sitting in the restaurant, um, you enter from New Orleans Square. And so there's seating that is close to the water, but then there's also just other seating. And there's fun lanterns hanging, and there's a big facade of a cool southern mansion. It's cool. It's nice. And if you're there at night, there's a shooting star. Yeah. Isn't there always a shooting star? No, only at night. Really? Really? Mm-hmm. Mm. Have to fact check that. Yeah. Oh, no. That was my chair. Steven. <laughs> <laughs> at sunset, at sundown every night, and it changes depending on when sundown is, and the neons turn on in Cars Land, first of all, I cry. every time. I have to, like, turn away from you guys because I get really <laughs> choked up. But it's just, like, the music stops, and then life could be a dream. I think it's called Shaboom or something. By something like that. The Cars? I don't know. The Cars. I just made it up. Sounds right. I think that is an actual band. The Cars is a band, yeah. But they're Do like they sing that song? 80s. Do, really? <laughs> it's like the... Um, uh, Police? She used to be mine. That one. My best friend's girl. She's my best friend's girl. And she used to be mine. Isn't mm-hmm. that The Cars? I don't know. Anyway. I'm just making up facts right mm-hmm, now. Yeah. So... Uh, Shaboom plays and all of the lights, all of the neon for all of the signs turns on like uh, down the street. And in, it's just, in the same order that it does in the movie. Yeah. And it's just one of those small little things that they definitely didn't have to do, but they did. And you read on the internet and you're like, is that real? And it is. And it's just so cool every night. And like Rapunzel's Tower, it lasts... Maybe a 12 seconds? No, I think a little bit longer than that. Yeah, I think it's like a minute. If Because they if play you, the song. They play the whole song. That's true. If okay. you weren't looking for it, though, you would never know, you would never know that it happened. Yeah, and it's unlike one, Rapunzel's yeah. Tower, it only happens once a night. Yeah. It's true. It's definitely one of those, you're walking by and you catch it. It's one of those types of magic. That I and like. if you're looking to do it, there actually is a system to this. If you have an iPhone and you open the weather app yeah. and you look at the time that sundown is listed, that's when it happens. Yeah. That may exist somewhere on other phones too, but we don't know. Probably just Google it. I'm sure there's a ton more. Oh, yeah. I mean, just being in Disneyland's magical experience in and of itself, but... Um... I have one more. Oh. Sorry. Before we wrap up, riding a ride for the first time. Oh, yeah. Like, riding Rise of Resistance for the first time was unreal. Unreal. Oh, and my other one is 
Right now, Galaxy's Edge is still fairly new. So every time you walk in the Galaxy's Edge, there are people who have never been there before. And you get to see what that's like for the first time for them. And yeah. that is, like, amazing. Okay, I think I'm done now. <laughs> so something that's incredibly magical for me that you don't think about as someone who goes to Disneyland very often. But watching someone else experience something for the first time. Yeah, just in general. And sometimes it's somebody who's just walking alongside of you and they're looking at the map and they're like, oh, I think we go this way and we can ride Jungle Cruise. And you're like, oh, they're going to ride Jungle Cruise for the first time. Yeah. And we were at Trader Sam's one day and there was a family sitting down and there was, uh, was a mom and dad and two sons. And they checked in to the Disneyland Hotel, but they didn't have tickets for the park that day. Mm. So they went to Trader Sam's for dinner or whatever. And the it was the first time these two boys opened the map for Disneyland. Oh. And I don't know how I, I don't know how you get your kids to go to Disneyland and have them not totally look at everything. But it's like first time they were looking at the map, and they're like, oh, "There's a Star Wars land, and oh, there's a there's I'm a pirate ship, and there's a we can drive a car, and there's a train." Oh my god! It was just such an amazing Did experience to see. It, I I was just blown away that they. Yeah, he cried. The, yeah, I would have cried. That they, I mean, and and it was, it was four o'clock in the afternoon. They had to wait. They had to they had to sleep that night. Yeah, and they'd never been. Uh, it's amazing. Okay, so I think, I mean, that's all we can think of for now, but, I mean, it's not all we can think of yeah, for now. Yeah, I mean, everything's magical in Disneyland. We're restraining ourselves. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Okay, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, everything at Lost Weekenders, and we have a shop, lostweekenders.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.